welcome to Earthling Talk with Annie the Earthling, a warm space where we talk mindfulness, spirituality, life and the wonderful, magical, challenging experience that is being an earthling on this planet we call Earth. Thank you for choosing my podcast and I hope you enjoy. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Earthling Talk podcast. I'm so happy that you're here listening and having this chat with me. So if you haven't listened to my last episode where I talk about having an eating disorder, I would recommend going back and listening to that because this episode kind of follows along from that and gives you a premise to why I'm talking about what I'm talking about today. If you find that that if you think that that episode might be a bit triggering for you, that's fine. You can skip it and we'll just go straight to this one. This episode is a little bit lighter and doesn't have so much emotion involved because it's not my story. It's more so just sort of dot points of going over things that I do in my life and the ways that I kind of combat uh, my issues with my body image. So today I've tried to give it a bit of a more structured approach because there's so much I want to say in this episode and there's so many things that I want to touch on and I'm sure I'm going to miss so many things, but hey, I can come back to it at another time. Anyways, today I would like to talk about all of the things that we do that contribute to having a low self-worth and contribute to having a negative relationship with our bodies and I want to just go through some of the things that you might not even realize that you're doing that contribute to this negative relationship. So here are some things. Body checking. Do you find that you walk past the mirror and you like turn side on and look at your stomach because I do that every day. In fact I do that more than once a day I do that every single time I walk past the mirror and it's not until maybe a couple of years ago somebody pointed it out to me or somebody I don't know I heard it somewhere like body checking I didn't even realize it was a thing and then after hearing it I realized how much I do it and I was like oh my gosh I didn't even know so I will walk past the mirror I will grab onto my fat and I will suck in and look, like, in comparison, like, this would look better. So I suck in and look at my body, and I pretty much just pick apart all of the things that I don't like about my body, and I pull my fat back and imagine what it would look like if I didn't have that fat there. And this is such an unhealthy habit, but it's something that's really, really, really hard to break. And I've noticed that I've done this and I've been aware about it for years, but I'm still doing it. And I'm trying to just set up a little alert in my brain every time that I do it to say, hey, your body's beautiful. And to change that narrative that's going on in my head and all the stuff that I'm saying to myself, I'm trying to change that into something more positive and just just in the noticing of what I'm doing, I'm getting quicker at just stopping myself from doing it. And when I look in the mirror, I'm more aware of, okay, I'm looking in the mirror, I'm present. Why am I looking in this mirror? What is my plan here? And usually it's to see if my outfit looks cool or I'm brushing my hair or whatever. But I 
I'm trying to be more present and aware of why I'm looking in the mirror. And if there isn't a good reason that I need to be looking in the mirror, I need to be not looking at it. So body checking is number one. Buying the wrong size clothes. So with COVID, I put on two sizes, but I guess I was just a little bit in denial, I would say. And I thought that maybe it was just a heavier day and like sometimes my clothes didn't fit, but I wasn't really accepting the fact that I, my body has changed and I'm not going to actually fit into these clothes that I'm buying. So I went from accepting that and buying one size up to then being really upset at the fact that I didn't need one size up, I needed two sizes up. So it took me a long time to actually be like, you know what, these clothes don't look good when they're leaving marks on your body and when you are like struggling to even bend down, they don't look as flattering when you're not buying the right size. So I feel like I really do did myself a disservice by buying these clothes that don't fit. One, I can hardly bloody breathe in them. Two, it's really restricting on my body and it, sometimes it actually hurts to wear jeans that that tight. And three, I'm just not even realizing the fact that they don't look good. They don't look flattering. So just check in with yourself when you're buying clothes. And it's so different everywhere you shop. Some places you might be a size 10, some places you might be a size 12 or whatever. And it might be the exact same fit and cut, but the sizing is so out of whack everywhere that We don't need to feel bad that we're not fitting into our certain usual size at one place because it's really not our fault and nothing to do with our size. It's just we don't have it streamlined here in Australia. So that's all that is. And it doesn't matter what size you are buying. And don't feel bad if you need to buy a bigger size. And if you buy a smaller size, be mindful that you shouldn't really be celebrating that you shouldn't be going oh yes I fit into the size eight this time because it isn't something to celebrate because at the end of the day it doesn't matter this isn't something that matters a lot a number on a dress does not matter food is a whole another topic and I feel like it could be its own episode in itself but cutting out food groups binge eating yo-yo dieting And beating yourself up about what you did eat previously leading up to now. All of these things are unhealthy, very unhealthy and are contributing to you having low self-worth. So think about your relationship with food. This may have been something that you never really thought about. Like you always thought about, oh, well, this, what I'm eating is going to lead to how my body looks is probably something you think about. But You don't usually think about, well, is my relationship with food negative? Am I eating for a purpose that really doesn't align with me or has come from somewhere else? Am I eating for the purpose of weight loss rather than eating for the purpose of nourishing your body or of having an amazing, satisfying meal, something that makes you excited, something that you think is delicious? What's that relationship that you're having with food? For me, it's a big one because I went through years 
of binge eating, yo-yo dieting, eating salads that I thought were healthy, eating the same thing constantly and never mixing it up because I thought you're not allowed to eat this, this and this. And another thing I just want to touch on here is really listening to your body and listening to what you want to eat. Because I know there's a lot of people that have subscribed to a certain diet or a certain way of eating because somebody else has and because they've guilted you into eating that way. And I just want you to really ask yourself whether you're doing that because it feels right for you or whether you're doing it because you're doing it for the convenience of how it looks to other people. So I don't want to shame anyone here. I just want to say do it for yourself. The way you're eating, listen to your body. What is your body telling you that you need? And I want you to really just scrap anything that you've heard from anyone else. You have to eat this or you can't eat this. Listen to your body and how it's feeling. For example, I have heard a lot of people say, oh, well, it's unhealthy to cut out gluten if you are not officially celiac. I have had a test to see whether I was celiac. It came back negative. However, every time I eat gluten, my belly bloats up. I get in so much pain. I have stomach aches. I get blocked up and I try not eating it and I feel so much better. So I'm basically going against that advice that's out there and listening to my body because I know what feels good. And even if I'm trying to listen to somebody else's advice, if it's making me feel like shit, then I'm, I'm not going to keep taking that advice. I'm going to listen to my body because I'm the only one that can feel what's happening here. <laughs> so that's really important. And I think it's important to listen to yourself about what you actually like. For example, I always ate cauliflower because I'm like, it's healthy. But every time I have a meal with cauliflower, I kind of leave it leave it till the end and I put it aside because I, I really don't like cauliflower. And I realized the other week, why am I buying cauliflower when I don't even like it? Why can't I just focus on the other healthy foods that I do really like? And then I'll actually be motivated to eat it and won't be going for something different every time. <laughs> Another thing is thinking in the past, thinking about what you haven't done. Well, I didn't exercise this whole week, so I'm going to beat myself up about that. I'm going to really just sit on that and just be like, no, you're shit. You didn't exercise. How dare you? (laughs) Like, we need to stop living in the past. How about, okay, I'm feeling a little bit triggered by the fact I haven't exercised. Maybe I'm going to go and move my body. And this doesn't mean that you have to suddenly go running. I I don't know why, like, the be-all and end-all of exercising is running. And I always, like, say this to myself, like, oh, I feel guilty because I haven't run in so long. But a lot of the time my body doesn't allow me to run because I have a disease that causes me a lot of pain. And sometimes it just isn't viable and going for a walk is really all I can do. Or sometimes I can't even do that and I've got to do yoga. So I just want everyone to know that... Don't feel guilty if you're not a runner or if you don't enjoy running. You don't actually have to do that to be healthy. You can go for walks, you can do yoga, you can go swimming, you can there's other ways of moving your body. You can do gardening, you can do other things that are physical like physically straining or exercise that aren't even a typical way of exercising, such as gardening. But 
I just want you to not beat yourself up about what you haven't done and just like look at right now as a complete fresh start and I don't want you to think oh cool it's a fresh start so this week I'm going to run every single day like it's not about that it's just about do I feel like I need to move my body do I feel like I'm feeling a bit blah so just go for a simple walk and just start small I think it's so important to just start small with these things because I always set myself big goals and I don't achieve them and I feel really down about myself but coming back to the why of why you're doing it is obviously such a big one why are we exercising are you exercising because you're like I need to lose weight I need to look thinner how about we change that to I'm exercising because it makes my head feels so much clearer. I'm exercising because I know that it's really healthy for my body and I want to have a healthy body and treat my body like a temple. (laughs) I know that's such an obvious one and that you've probably heard that everywhere, like having your why and finding the reason for exercising and it not being about weight loss or about being thin. It is about making your body feel good and your mind feel good. So obvious one the next thing I want to talk about is weighing yourself so I understand that there are two different like I don't even know where to go with this one but I know that there are people that really think that it shouldn't be a bad thing and it's all about the relationship with yourself and it's not the scales fault I just have to say I really feel strongly about not weighing yourself because at the end of the day, when we think of our life and everything, the grand scheme of things, are we going to look back and be like, oh, you know what, I was really proud in my life because uh, that one year I looked on the scales and I lost, I don't know, I lost 10 kilograms and I'm really proud and that's my biggest life achievement. No. What do these scales do? These scales constantly make people feel bad or some mornings Maybe we've just taken a shit and then we we look a couple of kilos lighter and a couple of kilos, okay, I feel like that was too much, but, you know, we feel a little bit lighter or the scale tells us a lower number and we're like, yes, and we have that yes feeling and then the next time you weigh yourself, you're weighing a little bit heavier and then you feel shit. I feel like these scales are literally created to make people feel like shit <laughs> unless you're constantly losing weight, but Why do we want to be losing weight? Why do we want to be working towards that? Because that, like, losing weight doesn't make you powerful or strong. It might give you this, like, false sense of security for a little bit, but I'm sure you're going to plateau out again. I just feel like they don't bring anything to the table. Like, perhaps maybe in a clinical sense, if you... um, if you are actually obese and you're really like it's getting to a point where you know you're at risk of disease or things like that and your doctor has recommended you to weigh yourself because you need to actually be really on top of this that is the only way I can possibly see scales being useful or positive in any way because you actually need them to know that you are striving towards better health Otherwise, I honestly just see complete negativity and I don't understand why we need to look at this number because at the end of the day, why don't we just focus on trying to 
move our body and trying to be healthy in that way rather than striving for a specific number or striving for weight loss. So if you have scales, I really want you to look at them and ask yourself, do I like these bloody things? Do I like these scales? Do they make me feel good? I, years and years ago, got rid of my scales. I threw them in the bin and I was like, I don't want these anymore. I was trying to get over my eating disorder and I just thought to myself, why, why do I need these? Next thing is keeping clothes that don't fit you. This is such a big one for me. And I like to say that I don't do this, but yesterday I went through my clothes and I was like, oh my God, I'm still doing it. It's so hard to get out of this habit. And because my body is really kind of fluctuating in my weight and size at the moment and in the last few years, and just honestly with um, with the endometriosis, and just having a human body, some days I'm really bloated and some days I'm not. And that, yes, is a part of my disease, but also people that don't have a certain illness that they struggle with, still some days you feel bloated and some days you don't. So some days my clothes fit and some days they don't. Anyway, I that's not what this is about. It's more about keeping clothes that actually don't fit you and just checking in with as soon as you're trying a piece of clothing on, I want you to, if these clothes feel really tight on you and uncomfortable and you end up taking them off because you're like, no, this is too tight, I can't wear this, I want you to ask yourself, is it because you're just really bloated that day, which in that case, that's fine, keep the clothes, or have you constantly tried this piece of clothing on and it's never comfortable, it's always tight and you're always putting it back in the wardrobe or you're forcing yourself to wear it or purposely not eating or eating a certain way to fit into this piece of clothing, get rid of it. And don't hold on to it just in case you sell it. Or if you're trying to sell it, give it one week. If you don't sell it within one week, give it to somebody else. Have you got somebody that you can give hand-me-down clothes to? Because that's a really good feeling to give your clothes away to someone that's going to appreciate it. Rather than taking it to the op shop because you don't get that instant gratification and you don't get that good feeling, you just feel like, oh, I had to get rid of these clothes and it's really sad. If you give them to someone else, then it makes somebody else really excited and that makes you happy and therefore it kind of creates a bit of a more positive experience. With keeping clothes, I get really frustrated when I am trying to go somewhere and I'm trying to get dressed to go somewhere and I try on 50 pairs of clothes, none of them fit, I'm really frustrated, then I pull them all back. And the next time I do the same thing and I get really frustrated because I'm like, I've got nothing to wear. Then I stare at my closet and I'm like, oh my God, I have so many clothes. Like, how could I say I have nothing to wear? How ungrateful am I? But I realized that half of the items in there don't even fit me. No wonder I have nothing to wear. And I can't actually look at my wardrobe and go, okay, what, what do I need? And what, or what do I want? And I can't really see what it is that I need because I'm like okay cool you've got this and you've got that you've got a couple of dresses you've got some jumpers but really none of them fit so I might only have one dress that actually fits so get rid of those clothes work with a blank slate 
turn it into an exciting experience like oh what can I actually buy and buy your right size actually maybe measure yourself before you're buying because a lot of these brands do have gauges on what they show the measurements and what size you actually need so do that before ordering it and then you can get the right size you can feel happy healthy you can feel good about yourself in the clothes that you're wearing The next thing I want to say is what we are ignoring when we're focusing on losing weight and exercising or how much we've exercised is our mental, social, spiritual, emotional and occupational health. We are not thinking about all of those things because all we're thinking about is being thin and how much we've exercised. You are blatantly ignoring and not putting effort into your mental health by doing this or your emotional health, because you are triggering yourself and you are creating this negative relationship with yourself and you're putting all of your eggs in that basket and putting all of your effort into that, that therefore you are not leaving space to actually work on the other things that matter, like your mental health, your social health. We are ignoring the things that are really important and are actually really important to us by focusing on the wrong things. You are more than your body. There is so much more to you. Don't limit yourself. Don't just focus on your body. There is so much more going on. And we think when we go out and we get dressed, oh, people are going to look at my arms or people are going to look at my belly or my legs in this outfit and I'm feeling really insecure. I guarantee you that person is not thinking it's not even in their wavelength of like it's not even in their sphere of thinking oh my god look at her body like no they're not thinking about that in fact they might be thinking about it that they might be stressed about their own body so they have zero concern about what other people's bodies look like or they just want to go out and have a good time with their friend they really aren't even thinking about it I feel like we build this up in our head and we think that everyone's watching us and everyone's judging us but really they've got their own shit going on and they really couldn't care less and wouldn't even know that you're feeling this way because it's not even anywhere near to what they're thinking it's a process I know I'm talking about all the things that you shouldn't do and these are all the things that I do so I'm telling this to myself but it's a process so I try to not beat myself up when I am doing these things, when I am body checking. I try to change it to a way to sort of thinking positively. Like I said earlier, if I'm body checking in the mirror, I say to myself, you are beautiful, rather than saying, don't do that, don't do that. Because then you're creating even more negativity by beating yourself up about all the negative things you're doing and then it's such a vicious cycle. So I want you all to know it's a process. It takes a really long time. And it's something that is so conditioned into us that I don't know if we'll ever fully be cured and fully be 100% happy with ourselves because it is so stuck and ingrained into our brain, into society, into everywhere we look. So just don't feel shame. It is a fucking process. A quote from Dr. Anita Johnston. Counting calories is not the answer because eating is not the problem. I want you to stop looking at food like it's a problem. Look at it like something that nourishes your body, something that's really exciting, a meal that you can create for your loved ones or that you can share a moment with them or yourself. Look at it that way. 
here are some tips from me. Be honest with triggering people. If there is somebody in your life that is making you feel less than or pressuring you into exercise, checking in with how much you've exercised or whether you've lost weight, I think you know the kind of people that I mean. But just be honest with your friends if they're triggering you. Perhaps they are on their own journey with their body image and talking about it constantly is really triggering you. Just be honest about that. They can't get mad of you saying, hey, this is hurting me. I'm going through something. And if you're honest and vulnerable, that shows strength, so much strength, because it's so hard to be honest and vulnerable. So be honest with the people around you. And you don't need to tell everyone if that's not something that you're comfortable with, but try and just redirect the conversation or you can just have a little, you don't have to really address the situation. You could just say, yeah, I'm not really fast on talking about this or, you know, you could just have a little comment rather than saying, hey, just so you know, this is really triggering for me and this is what's going on. You don't have to make it a big deal. You can just leave a little comment and most people pick up on that and realise, okay, cool, we're not really talking about this. Compliments that aren't appearance-based. I, This is one that I really struggle with because I'm so used to saying, oh, you look really skinny. <laughs> don't bloody comment on people's weight. It's something that's so hard to do because it shows that is what's like a great achievement. You're t- telling your friend, oh, that's really great that you've lost weight because you look really skinny today. That's what you're saying behind that. And I just... I know it's so hard not to do this and I'm really struggling with trying to work for more like work with doing more compliments that aren't appearance based because a lot of the time like you see someone and you're like oh you look really pretty today and they might have just put a lot of makeup on that day and then they go home and go all right well I look prettier when I wear a lot of makeup or when I straighten my hair so therefore I'm not good enough when I am not doing those things. And that is all about a self-confidence thing. So I don't want you to think that you can't can't compliment anyone on their physical appearance. But just know that perhaps you can make some comments that aren't about that as well and try and focus on that a little bit more. And also just let's not do the weight thing. Let's just not do it. It's not important. It's not needed. That is not something that's really coming from the heart. You just don't need to com- you don't need to comment on other people's weight. And I want to stress that this is for your male friends and female friends because a lot of the time we know not to say it to a woman, but we're pretty casual into saying it to a man. The reason that we think it's okay to say it to a guy is because guys aren't as welcome to express their emotions. And this might be something that they're really struggling with, but it's not as common for guys to express their emotions because you know why. A lot of reasons. Guys have always been told, boys don't cry, blah, blah, blah. So it is really hard for them to say that they're insecure about their body or to express that that's not okay when people kind of take the mickey if they've got a beer guard or whatever. But let's just be mindful that this is to everyone. We don't need to comment on anyone's weight because it is not important. And really, I feel like it just, it's dumbing us down. We've got more important things to talk about. We can come up with humor a different way. We're more intelligent than that. Instagram, 
social media, a big one. Unfollow brands that are showing just one body type, just one skin color, because I started following this shoe brand the other day that I saw a girl I know modeling in. I was like, oh, this is cool. And then I looked at it another time with fresh eyes and I was like, oh my God, they are only showing one size. And they were, I reckon they're probably a size four. All these different women, all size four, all white, all photoshopped. And you can really tell because when you know what someone looks like in real life and then you see it on the photos and it's it's so harmful, so harmful because I looked at that and I was like, oh, I'd never be able to be a shoe model because my legs don't look like that. And I just kind of joked with myself and then I was like, oh, wait, oh. And then I unfollowed straight away. I was like, I don't want a bar of that. I don't want to follow anyone that makes me feel bad about myself. And I know a lot of people are saying lately, well, it's within you and you need to be okay with the differences of everyone and that doesn't mean you should just unfollow or you know not be friends with people just because they have different views but what I want to say is if you are not in that place where you can be completely confident within yourself and be able to see other people such as influencers that are a certain size look a certain way and they're constantly posting their bodies and if you're looking at that Instagram and it's making you feel shit I don't care about what anyone else says about oh you need to be good with yourself first you shouldn't unfollow her you should be you know celebrating everyone if it makes you feel shit unfollow it that's your account you do whatever you want with your account if it makes you feel bad don't follow it because then you have a negative relationship with even being on social media because you're looking at all these things that make you feel bad, that make you feel like you should be skinnier. So don't follow that. There's other Instagram accounts that are really empowering that show all different types of bodies that celebrate different types of bodies. And I'm not saying unfollow every skinny girl on social media. It's not what I'm saying at all. But if it makes you feel bad, If you're following someone just to have a goal, just have a goal weight or a way that you should look, that's really unhealthy. And I just want you to look at who you're following and think about it rather than letting it just be a mindless scroll that actually has a lot of effect on your mental health. Don't put yourself down to others because they learn from this behavior. This is something that is really hard and I don't know if I'll ever be able to stop doing this, but I just want to be aware of it. I always say, oh, feeling really like I'm feeling really fat in this dress. I'm don't I don't look good today. I hate my legs. Blah blah blah. People will look at you and go, oh, well I'm bigger than her, so I feel like oh maybe I should hate my legs. And then they go home, and then that turns into something for them. Be mindful that everything you're saying about yourself can reflect onto the people around you people around you are listening to what you're saying and they're thinking oh well I should think that for myself too and it's really hard to be completely resilient around other people because there's not a lot of people that are 100% confident in themselves and the way that they look now I don't want you to think that you can't be open and honest if you're feeling down about the way that you look I just want you to think about the way you're articulating that I want instead of you to say oh my legs look fat You could say, I'm feeling really insecure about the way that I look and I've always had this thing with my legs. Like Just thinking about it like that and having a more honest conversation and being a little bit vulnerable rather than just kind of being 
beating yourself up. I just want us to stop subscribing to the stigma that beauty is being thin. I want you all to know that you are beautiful no matter what size you are or what your body looks like. And I just want you to know that this isn't a thing anymore. We're changing, our world is evolving and it is a thing on some brands, like I said before, and some things that you look at. It's not the way of the world anymore. Those people are so behind. Our beauty is so much more than the physical and it's more than one size and one skin colour. It's so much more than that. Hating yourself hasn't made you happy, so let's change it up and let's start trying to do something different because we're not going to keep doing the same thing over and over that isn't making us happy. Well, we are doing that, but let's try and change it up. That is all I've got for today. I just want to say you are beautiful. I know I've really gone through a lot of like negative things that we do that contribute to an unhealthy body image, but it was really helpful for me to listen to other podcasts throughout the years and to really learn and just to check with myself what are these bad like bad habits that I have because I can't change and make a more positive relationship with myself and my body if I'm not even aware of all the ways that I'm sabotaging that relationship so I think it's great to just think about the things that we are doing and think about all right how can we change that how can we add some things that are going to contribute to a positive relationship rather than a negative and just move from there. So if you are doing any or all of these things and these bad habits, I want to send love to you and let you know that I'm doing all of these things too. And I'm just trying to work, work on it. And that's all we can do. And I don't know if I'll ever be fully happy with myself. I don't think I will. Because there's so many pressures out there that I can't control. I just want to keep working on it. I want to keep trying to love myself. I want to keep showing other people that your weight and your body and your physical appearance is not the be all and end all and it doesn't equal health and it doesn't equal worth. So I want you to know that you are worthy, you're beautiful no matter what and I want to thank you for being here. So let's end this with a deep breath in. <sighs> let it all out. <sighs> Gosh, so much to let out. <laughs> and drop those shoulders. Relax the eyebrows. Relax your jaw and give your jaw a little massage. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I know that was a lot to unpack, but I just want to get this conversation started and I want to start working on a positive relationship with myself and my body image and you're all here on that journey with me so thanks so much for listening and look out for the next